Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is the CC Radio podcast. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au, or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO Radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that would help us grow. Thanks for joining me tonight. I have a really great episode lined up for you. Tonight I have Dan joining us, and Dan lived in a haunted house down in Sydney of New South Wales. Now, you might recognize Dan's voice, and that's because he was actually featured on episode six, The Min Min Lights of New South Wales. Now, what makes Dan's haunted house so special is that multiple people have had encounters in this house, with one of those encounters being witnessed by a backyard full of people on a New Year's Eve celebration. But before we get into that, let's talk about some iTunes five-star ratings and reviews. Each week, I'll read out a new five-star review that's left for me on iTunes. So if you want your review left out, simply jump on iTunes, leave me a five-star review, And let me know what you enjoy about the show, and I might just read it out on the next episode. This one's titled Great Podcast, and it's by In the Salt Fly Fishing Magazine from Australia. Loving the Australian paranormal and UFO content. Great stories and great production quality. Looking forward to seeing where you take this podcast. Cheers from Mackay in Queensland. Now, if you're listening from Mackay, let me know. I'm up in Cairns, so if there's any Mackay listeners out there who want to get on the show, just let me know. Shoot me an email. Hit me up on Facebook. Whatever you do, just get in contact with me. But that's enough of me talking. Let's get into Dan's haunting encounters. All right, tonight we're joined by Dan. And Dan was actually on a recent episode. He was on episode six. And he's the the gentleman that had the interactions with Min Min Life. Now, Dan's also had some pretty insane, uh, I guess you could call them hauntings. So, Daniel, welcome to the show. Thanks, Cade. How are you? Very good, mate. It's uh, you're our very first return guest, so um, welcome back. I'm honoured and blessed. I think. So, you have had quite an experience with some some hauntings, haven't you, mate? Yes, mate. I sure have. 
I've um, owned a house that was haunted. Uh, it was my first house that my wife and I bought in Blacktown. The story goes with the house. It was an old doctor's surgery that was in the middle of Blacktown when, uh, before West Point or Westfields was built. And when it was when it was due to be built, the house that we bought it was moved from the centre of Blacktown to its current the current location that it is in the location that we bought that we we when we moved in. Uh, the use of the house was an old doctor's surgery. Would that have been from um, like really early? I guess, settlement times? wouldn't have been settlement because the house um, wasn't that old, but it was old enough. So it would, we, we had it dated around 1920s, 1930s. So it was a little uh, like a Californian bungalow cottage, uh, gabled front with a two-bedroom veranda, sunroom out the back, um, had like coconut fiber gyp rock in it, um, really wide, uh, 1920s, 1930s style architraves and uh, picture rail and stuff like that. That's how come I we we know it was around that era uh, because of the architraves and the and the um, the chip rock that was used. It was had um, either horsehair or coconut fibre um, within the set set within the, the plasterboard. That was quite common for that era. Do you mind kind of just? diving into some of the experiences that you've had in this house because we spoke a sure. little bit before um a couple of weeks ago about some of the stuff that you've you've encountered in this house and i have to say it it absolutely blew me away and i knew i had to get you back on the show as as soon as we could so um yeah if you don't mind do you mind kind of going back to the uh the first encounter that you had in this house absolutely mate the first encounter we had was uh, the first year we moved in. It was 1994. It was a New Year's Eve uh, night, so it was, it was um, New Year's Eve. Having a barbecue, I had 15 friends around. We had, uh, and we're all couples. Um, so we're all out in the backyard. There was no one in the house at all. We're all sitting out the back because it's obviously a hot summer's night, middle of Sydney, um, nice and warm. Um, barbecue was going. It was about 8.30 at night. So it was just going, starting, starting to get on dusk and, and, and whatnot. Um, so we had all, all the guys were standing at the barbecue as usual. All the girls were sitting at the table. Um, so if you can picture in your mind uh, a little bit of a, a sloping block back up to, the, up, to the, up to the back of the house with an old sunroom, an enclosed veranda sunroom on the back of the house. So we're standing at the barbecue, cooking the barbecue. For whatever reason... We all look up at the back of the house and we see this figure of a man, of, of a tall man of about six foot, maybe six foot five, something like that, walk from one side of, of the house to the other. You could see, see that like a shadow through the, the window. I turned to a, uh, the friend who was standing next to me. I'm like, who's that in there? And he's like, I don't know. Who was that? And I'm like, someone's broken into the house. So we ran up the, up the stairs into the house, checked out all the house. Front door's dead bolted. No one's in the house. We went back outside and we're looking around. Yeah, there's no one else. Jesus Christ, we've just seen a, we've just seen a ghost, everyone. And um, a couple of guys were were very apprehensive. They're like, no, 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 that it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been. I'm like, well, who was in the house? Who who walked past then? And they're like, we don't know. We don't know what it was, but. And they were really, they they felt very 
uh, I couldn't. I wouldn't say frightened, but they were like really apprehensive and, and agitated by the whole incident. I, I, I honestly thought someone had broken in and had walked across the back room of the house, and uh, we we ready. Basically, a friend and I were ready to to, to basically jump an intruder. Um, it was that that real and that vivid as far as you could really make out there was a, a, a tall man walk from one side of the house to the other. And did you have, could you tell any features of the, of the figure? Could you see if it was maybe of a, of a yesteryear? Was there anything that kind of um, gave it a, a little bit of shape? What had a hat on like a, like a, um, no, like a like an old an old time sort of hat, not like a, a not bowler a, cap or something like that. No, no, not more like a fedora. Okay, um, uh, like a fedora hat. Like you could sort of make out. It wasn't like a round head shape. It was a definitely looked like you had a hat on, um, and tall. You know, like I'm I'm six foot one myself, and and knowing that room, he was he would have been six one to to six five. And another thing too, Cade. There was a wall at one end of the the room that sectioned off a very small part of it, like a maybe two two meters by two meet by two point two or something like that, from the rest of the the back of the room, which where the dining table was situated, which was about uh, another three three to three and a half meters, and the door was closed. So there was no, I don't know how he's walked continuously through a wall and a closed door. To the other end of the room, which is about seven meters long. Yeah, right. Now I've got a, a question for you, there, mate. Is yeah, was a wall ever added to that area, or was that always part of the house? Uh, that was part of the house when I was there. It looked like that. Uh, what it was, it was an old veranda that was enclosed, and then um, part of it was closed off into like a little study room, and then there was another room, and then there was a laundry sort of thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, so I, I eventually took that wall out and made that room one big room. Um, but when we first moved in, as this was like literally, we moved in at the end of November and this happened on New Year's Eve. So it was literally a month and a half after we moved in, not even a, a month. Um, and the wall was still there. So, and I remember the door was closed, both me and my friend. I'm going to call him Davo for the sake of it. Uh, we we walked in, we gone. Who? How? We were both standing there looking at each other. And going, what was that? What did we just see? Um, and so, yeah, that was that was another thing that um, that, that just took it took us back took us back a bit. <laughs> so I could say. Yeah, I can imagine. So, and did you ever have any experiences before this night, or was that the very first bit of activity that you ever experienced in that house? Very first bit of experience in that house, but pretty, I've had, um, I would say, entities come to me and speak as a child, like as as a, as a, a teenager and um, and younger. Um, I had my grandmother come to me just before the night she died, and I had an auntie uh, wake me up sitting on the end of my bed one night, the night that she passed away as well, um, when I was a young young fella, and quote. Ghostly visits or, or spiritual visits isn't something uncommon for you, then? Not at all. Not at all. Um, look, I, I've, 
I'd never lived in a, a haunted house before before this um, that I knew of or that that I, I thought was haunted. Um, but I'd had definitely had encounters with with lost relatives that physically woke me up at, in the middle of the night. Not not just like oh it's a dream, you know, you're sort of half waking up. No, so physically waking up and and sitting on the end of my bed. Yeah, wow. Um, but in in Blacktown. Uh, when when we did move in, when we were looking at the house to, to purchase a house, the lady that was um, selling the house as as we were leaving, I was the last one to walk out the door. She she turned to me and she said, "Oh, you know this house is haunted, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." So <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't phase me at all. Like it, as as I said, because I I had encounters with spirits, and even though they were they were ones that I, I was quite familiar with. Um, as far as being my auntie and my grandmother, um, they weren't like a negative force. So I never thought that, you know, well, if I come in contact with another one, I'm not going to, I'm not going to assume it's negative straight away sort of thing. Yeah, of course. And I think that's a good mindset to have when you go into these situations because, you know, I'm a, I'm a real believer that certain people attract certain types of energy. And if you're really giving off a positive energy, you're going to, I guess, attract that positive energy. So if you're going into a situation like this and you're having, um, you know, negative thoughts or you're having just a negative vibe about it, I, Especially when it comes to the the spiritual world, I think that's really a gate that you you probably don't want to open. Yeah, absolutely agree, mate. Totally agree. And um, I also think that it would have been a different different type of feeling in the house too. If if it was, if I did go in, if we did go in with that type of uh, attitude. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're in there, Dan, did you? encounter any other spirits or was it just this really tall individual that kind of roamed the house it was just it seemed like it was just this one individual um and i don't know what the story was with the house as far as if if anyone had died there being in doctor's surgery for 40 years i dare say quite a few people would have um because it was moved in 1978 so we're talking you know from from the 40s onwards sort of thing. Um, so I'm sure a few people would have died in, in the house if it was a doctor's surgery, which I'm led to believe it was from a, a lot of old friends that, that grew up in the area and knew, that, knew the area very, very well. Um, we, we also had a lot of other encounters with, with the same entity, you know, like there'd be times where we'd be sound asleep, the door would fling open, the light would go on, or the light would turn off, or um, paintings would move, or, or, um, or yeah, just all sorts of things. Um, other people, when I remember a story one day where I was, um, I was at, I was studying for uni, and um, I had a friend over, and, and we were both studying, and and, and I, was, I was hungry. I said, "Look, I'm going to go down the shop and grab something to eat. Um, do you want anything?" She said, "No, no, I'm staying here. I'm going to." finish off this report and I had a dog at the time that was um, uh, an Australian bulldog sort of thing like sort of a uh, bulldog sort of staffy type dog and um, I said oh, well, I'll leave the dog with you and I'll, I'll be back in five five minutes the shop was literally you know 500 metres down the road so I go down I get, get whatever I want to eat come back and, she, and my friend says 
what is in this house? I said, what do you mean? She said, what's in this house? What What's going on? I said, you know this house is haunted, don't you? I told you that. She said, no. What do you mean it's haunted? And she said, oh. I said, why? What happened? She said, as soon as you left, my, my dog's name was Thing at the time. So she said, as soon as you left, Thing was straight under my chair, facing towards the the laundry, like the, the back end of this sunroom <laughs> um, where this guy walked through. So from one side to the other, uh, he would have been at the, at the far end where he walked to. Uh, and my friend was sitting up the other end. The dog was under her legs and she said, your dog, I've never seen your dog growl like that ever in my life. And she was a close friend. She'd been, we, we went to the same uni together. You know, we, she was, um, you know, close family friend, you know, and she'd known the dog since she was a pup sort of thing. And um, she's like, I have never seen your dog act like that. There, There is something in this house. I'm like, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a big tall dude in here. I don't know what his name is, but he's, he's here. <laughs> and she's like, I wish you would have told me that before. <laughs> yeah, so, I, could have, I could have imagined that went down really well with that friend. Yeah, she she freaked out a little bit, but um, once I told her and said, "No, nah, it's all right. He's cool. He, he just like moves stuff around, opens doors, and you know, just plays games every now and again." Um, we told him we weren't moving out. And we didn't care who was here. Either you get, either you live with us, or you or you move out because we ain't going anywhere. And so, <laughs> I think he got used to us. And are you still in this house, Dan? No, mate. We I actually sold it to an old friend, and um, that I haven't spoken to for a long time. So, but the friend that I that did buy it was one of the friends that seen the ghost. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It was quite agitated about it too. Oh so, wow! <laughs> I don't know how that's gone for him. I don't know. If- if the ghost is still there or if anything's happened since I've, I've uh, sold it to him. that was I sold it to him back in 2001 and we, we bought it in 93 and sold in 2001, I think. Yeah. More than that. Okay, that's, uh, that's not too bad, I guess. Yeah, and- 2002 it was, sorry. That's right. I moved up the coast, up the mid-north coast in 2002. So. Oh, right. And while you're in there, Dan, I mean, you say the the spirit was he was a friendly one. Um, did you ever have any other run-ins with it? I mean, did you ever see it in such a, I guess, a physical form like you did that first time? No, only the first time was was really the 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 only time that we that I ever seen it in real like that. You could really make out what type of entity it was. You know, like a male suit. You know, like square shoulder type thing, um, hat, the whole business. Um, my wife did used to hear footsteps. So I at, at that at that period of time, I used to work for uh, BHP at, and work night shift in the steelworks. 
And um, I remember she'd, she'd ring me up sometimes at like four o'clock in the morning saying, um, you're not home. Obviously, I'm like, no, I'm at work. Okay, it's just the ghost walking around again. <laughs> she'd hear footsteps in, through the hallway. And like, obviously, we'd sleep with the, the dog would sleep inside with, with her while I'm doing night shift. And um, the dog wouldn't go off because it was used to it now. And, and with with my wife home, she knew what was going on. So the dog was quite calm sort of thing. Um, but yeah, she'd, I'd, get, I'd get phone calls every now and again asking me if I was, am, am I home or <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, right. And did your did your wife have any other encounters with it? I mean, it it seems like it was it kind of put on that great big show at the start there, and it kind of just seemed to make its presence just feel like it was around a little bit. Did she ever have any um any major experiences with it? Only only one night where the the footsteps were really loud, and she actually thought there was someone out the front and it turned out it no it was it was it was ghosty we used to call him ghosty for whatever reason <laughs> we didn't know his name um, but yeah that was the only time she got really worried but she probably thought it was an intruder um and i it was like three o'clock in the morning i'll get a phone call at work oh can you come home i think there's someone creeping around the front and by the time i got home um yeah there was no one there that obviously um but when when we thought about it later, it was more likely the footsteps. Like it was more likely ghosty walking around playing his tricks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that kind of would have you a little bit on edge, I guess, when you're you're first living there because you're not quite used to. Well, I guess no one is ever really used to a ghost walking around their house unless it's been, uh, you know, it becomes part of the furniture, really. Yeah, and then like, and, and especially when when you're home there alone and your partner's off at the work sort of thing, you know, it doesn't make it any easier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, let's go back to the night of New Year's Eve of 1994. How did your friends react? Now, you said some of them were very, very uneasy about it. Um, I mean, did did anyone else comment on it? We all did, absolutely. It was actually a talking point for for quite a, quite a number of minutes after. Because basically, we, because me and my mate Dave, we ran straight inside. We thought someone had broken into the house, literally, because everyone in the party was outside. We knew that um, because all the blokes were standing there, all the wives were, were literally five, not even five meters away. And some of the wives even looked up and gone, "Oh, who, who's that?" So we all, we all actually seen, seen some, seen this this entity walk across the room, and, and that's why we ran in. And um, I, thought, I honestly thought someone broke into the house. Um, but then we got to the front door. The front door was still deadbolted, closed up, all good, no dramas. Um, and then, yeah, and that's when we got outside and, and everyone, who was it? Who was it? No one. What do you mean, no one? No one. No, but we seen someone. No, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been a bit, of a, a bit of a shock to the whole group, I could imagine. It was, and and that's when a couple, two people, the guy that bought the house off me, ten years later, or, or seven years later, no, nearly ten years later, um, yeah, he he was one of the ones that was, nah, no, 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 there was nothing. I didn't see anything, and he he seen it, and he first off, and then he, he just went into total denial, basically, and and was really on edge 
Um, he didn't like it at all. Um, and another guy's like, oh, don't know, don't know what I saw. Um, but the other, the, all the other people that were there were like, no, no, we know what we saw. That was a ghost. That was a <laughs> dead set of ghosts. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting to see um, people's reactions when it comes to, to situations like that because you're either a believer or you're not, and a, a non-believer quickly questions a lot of things when they see something like that. And Exactly right. And it, it, it sort of it breaks down a lot of – it's sort of like a brick wall hitting their beliefs sort of thing, you know, or, or a Mack truck hitting their beliefs from behind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, and it's, it's not not just a small a small tap, you know. It's like someone smacked them in the back of the head, um, especially when it's such uh, – so in your face and, and, and right there. We all seen it. And he – and we all know that this guy's seen it too and he, he knows he's seen it and he, he was just, yeah, he, he didn't know what he – he didn't want to – didn't want to believe what he saw. Yeah, and, and that can be really hard for people too. So it's it's kind of understandable, but I mean, seeing is always believing, in my in my opinion. Absolutely, and mate, look, we I'm of the I'm of the, the mindset that I'm not going to force anything down on people. If he if he wants to say that he didn't see anything, and and no, nah, it was just a shadow of someone walking past me, and I'm saying, what do you mean, a shadow of someone walking past? We're all standing still. <laughs> He's like, mm, but oh, it must have been a shadow. I said, Rick, you could you couldn't see the bottom half of his legs because of a window. How could <laughs> the shadow doesn't work like that? Yeah, it's 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 kind of funny how how people kind of piece things together to to justify it in their in their own minds, and you know that's and and people are entitled to that, I guess. Yeah, and that's cool, you know. And that's uh, as, I was, as I was about to say, Kate is is we probably argued for like two minutes and then dropped it and and left it at that and never spoke about it again, literally. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And so I'm not I'm not going to push push my what I've seen on him because hey, it makes no difference in the end. Well, that's um, right. And I mean, it kind of takes away from. I mean, you had a. I guess you could take this as a positive experience. That was a positive encounter. There, there was nothing maleficent oh, about it. And I mean, that, that would only really shine it in a in a bad light if you kind of ended it on a bit of an argument with your mate about, hey, mate, that was definitely a ghost that you saw. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, it was. It's not worth it. You know, when it comes down to it, it's not really worth it. We're there having fun at a New Year's Eve party. We're not going to wreck. You know, like we all know what we saw, and, and he, everyone was happy with that. And we just went on drinking. That's it, mate. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> um, at that time, but um, look, we—I've got to tell you about one more little little thing that happened, uh, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. So, one day, we just before we moved out, actually, it was literally about three months before we we'd already we'd already had made the deal with my friend um, that we're moving out, and um, he was buying the house, and um, was going going through the paperwork, literally, and. Um, Whatever reason, we left left our dog thing inside. Um, we said we we're just going down down the shops for a couple of minutes and, and grabbing some things and coming back. And um, we locked her in the back room, in that big back room where this guy walked across. Come back home, literally only ten minutes, and um, opened the door. Thing wasn't in the in the back room. I'm like, where's the dog? I look up. And the window at the back of the house, like so, it had uh, four sliding windows, 
um, old wooden ones that, that were across the back of the house. And um, the back of the house, off the ground, on six foot one, where the window sill uh, was, where the dog, for whatever reason, had jumped through the window, smashed the glass, um, was at least eight foot high. Oh, um, wow. So something, well, I don't know what it was. This, and like well, this dog wasn't a wasn't a small dog. She was a tough dog. She, you know, we'd we'd been she'd been up in properties. You know, she'd been around other big dogs, and and you know, she 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 knew the ropes. She wasn't a she wasn't a a, a scared a very skiddy dog. You know, she would she she would go for something rather than back down from something. You know, if, if something was a crack at us sort of thing. She wasn't a, a scared dog. But we come home and the window was was completely smashed. She was out the backyard. I, it was where I used to have my, all my CDs and, and and music and stuff like that. She basically jumped up on the on the CDs. They were all over the floor, broken and 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 scattered. The window was smashed, and she she was out the backyard. I, I, I don't know how she didn't like slash it, cut herself to bits. Um, literally. Um, I looked at her. She had a little tiny little nick on the top of her head, and that was it. Um, but yeah, I don't know what scared her that day, but um, something really scared her. She, she, that was. We both, my wife and I, were like, "Wow, what's going on here? This is that's full on. That 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 was really full on for us." Yeah, yeah, I could imagine. And how was the the dog? Did it ever go back inside after that? Oh, it was fine when we were there. Okay. There was there was no dramas when we were there. We never had a problem when we were there. She was always fine, um, and nothing ever happened when we were there. It was only, as I said, that time when she sat under my friend's chair, under the under my friend, when I went down the shop and growled at something at the end of the room um, for the complete the whole time I was gone. Um, so whatever whatever this entity was, when when we both when Shirley and I that the night after the New Year's Eve thing, we, we sat down at our, by ourselves out of the back room and we said, right, we know you're here. We're not going anywhere. We're not scared of you. So you can walk around and open doors and do whatever you like. We don't really care. Um, but get used to us because we're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and did you find things really settled down after that? Yeah, it was literally only like the door would open every now and again or the light would turn on and off or something like that every now and like It happened like once a week. I'm not saying it, it, but it wasn't, we knew what it was, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, ooh, something's there sort of thing because we'd, we'd actually seen the entity and um, well, we knew it was there. So we, we basically told him, we're not going anywhere. You're going to have to live with us. We we can't afford to sell up and go just because you're here. You know, we just bought this house sort of thing. Um, and, um, yeah, it, it sort of, as I said, it was fine. The dogs were fine. We had we ended up having two dogs there at one stage, and, and both dogs are always fine when we were there. Um, as soon as either my wife or I would leave, <laughs> Stuff had gone wrong with people there. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so it's almost like it's a little naughty kid. Yeah, it was sort of was. Eh? It, was it was sort of was. Oh, the cat's away. I can play around a bit. But, oh, 
funny you should say that. You know what? This has just come back to me, eh? So we bought the property I'm at um, about three, about two and a half years before we actually moved up here. And um, a friend of mine was staying at my property at Blacktown, um, and I was up here for the week. We were up here. We were having a holiday. He was minding our house, basically. Um, we get back there on, on the Sunday night, and he's like, what's in this house? I'm like, you know, you were at the New Year's Eve party. You seen what walked across the back room. He's just going, that's right. I forgot all about that. <laughs> he's going, dude, things, things have been happening in this house like you would not believe. I'm like, no, I wouldn't believe. I don't know what's going on here. He's gone, dude, doors have opened, lights are turning on and off, and, and both my wife and I go, yeah, that's ghosty. <laughs> he's been here since we started. You've seen him. You were at the New Year's Eve party. It's like, yeah, I remember now. I forgot all about that. <laughs> and so he, he, he'd just forgotten <laughs> what happened. You know, this was uh, would have been in the 2000s by now, you know, so a lot of alcohol had washed under the bridge by that time. Um, that's right, yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, um, that was quite quite amusing for us when we when we when I look back at it and, and have a yak about it. Well, damn man, I think it would be great if you got in contact with the uh, the new owner of the property and just um just touch base and see if he's uh if if old Ghosty's still still floating around and um seeing if he's still being good or if he's a little bit more on the naughty side now. <laughs> it would be interesting to find out, but. Um, yeah, I, I actually don't have that, that person's number anymore, mate. Unfortunately, and um, yeah, so it's. Uh, I'm sure one day if if he if he if he'd like to, I'm sure he'd like. I'm happy to take a call from him. Yeah, that would be it'll be interesting. It'll be um it'll be quite quite good to see if uh, anything's come from it. So, but um yeah. Th- Thanks for coming on tonight, Dan. It's been an absolute cracker of a of a chat with you, mate. And um, it's always good to have a, a friendly ghost chat. Yeah, mate. Like, I, I honestly, I, I had we had no bad. Like, you know how some people you can walk into a room and get a real negative vibe or a real negative feeling about something. Not, not this. This was for us. It was fine. And and as I said, I. The lady said it's haunted. Yeah, I'm like, yes, yeah, so? What's a big deal? Ghosts are ghosts. You know? So what? That, yeah, that's <laughs> so, exactly it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, what definitely wasn't a negative experience for us. I'm sure my dog didn't like it when <laughs> we left her there by herself that day. But anyway, uh, things happen. Thanks again for coming on, Dan. Mate, it was a pleasure. And uh, thanks for having me, Kate. I really appreciate it, mate. And um, anytime you want, please give us a call. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au. Or you can message me on Facebook. And that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe, and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.